it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello and welcome to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things relationships, yoga and well-being. And today my very special guest is Anissa Hudak. And as a yoga therapist and the founder of the Trauma Healing Yoga Therapy Program, Anissa helps sexually traumatized women to heal their PTSD and other trauma-related issues with yoga therapy. As a two-times rape survivor, she intimately understands the needs these people face and helps them to navigate through their healing journey. So welcome, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me on. That's all right, and yes, I really respect you. Thank you for coming on at like 7 a.m. in the morning for you. (laughs) So thank you so much. Um, Yeah, so how did you kind of get into the yoga healing and things like that? What's your kind of story? Well... I wanted to do yoga on my own schedule. I didn't want to go to anybody's class. Yeah. <laughs> and so I thought, well, I should probably take a, a training class so I could keep myself safe. And I knew what I was doing and I wouldn't hurt myself. And I was about halfway through the class, eh, maybe halfway through the last day. And I realized that for me, yoga was a gift. And I wasn't teaching yoga I would be sharing this amazing gift. And so I thought, well, you know, um, I I mean, I had no aspirations before this of teaching yoga ever. And within a month of of finishing that class, I had two job offers. Wow. And I was like, okay, maybe the universe is trying to tell me something. Yeah. So I started teaching and um, I started then taking some more teacher training classes because I, again, I just kind of got the bug. Yeah. And one of the series of classes that they were offering was called Warriors. And that was for active duty and retired military for PTSD. Oh, wow. And at the time I, and I still do, I live here in Manhattan, Kansas, which is right outside of Fort Riley. It's an army base. And um, my husband was active duty at the time. We had lots of friends who were, you know, active duty and retired. I live in a huge retirement active duty and retirement community. And I figured I should really bring this back to my community. I mean, this is what I know. Yeah. And I was about halfway through the first day and I was like, oh boy, the first person I really needed to work on was right here. Oh yes. (laughs) And so it became this journey of um, self-healing and recovery, and then being able to help others who were like me struggling with PTSD. And I got to work at Fort Riley with active duty and uh, retired military for um, over three and a half years. Oh, wow. And then I decided I really just wanted to work with women who were like me. Yeah. And had suffered 
um, some sort of sexual assault. And, and here we are. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. It's such a nice, a nice way to give back as well. Uh, and yeah. and using yeah to try to use yoga or using yoga to heal PTSD from yeah sexually traumatized women that's incredible oh, I love that wow so uh, from there then did you then did do you kind of use yoga and more well being I suppose like meditation and journaling or do you just use yoga uh, all of it yeah it all it's all you know, part and parcel of it. Um, I think that the yoga therapy really couples well with talk therapy and meds if needed. Um, you know, we here in the Western culture, we really compartmentalize the body. And so when you think of PTSD, you think that it's a mental health issue and that you need to go see a therapist. Yeah. That's part of the problem. However, PTSD actually starts in the body. There's a body mechanism, bodily mechanism. Yes. <laughs> that actually, you know, switches at the time, uh, you know, you're um, put into fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. We have to reset that. Yeah. In order to get out of it. And people don't realize that. And it, it's a bodily function. And so, you know, if that doesn't happen, then you do go into PTSD. And that's where a lot of the mental health issues then crop up. However, with the yoga therapy, we're really able to help reset that central nervous system. And then, you know, coupling that with, you know, journaling, whether it be in the moment or, or you know, later on, um, sometimes, you know, things come to you on the mat and you're able to get it down and then take that back to your therapist yes. and package it with them. Yeah, that's incredible. And I think because you're moving as well, like you're doing movement. So then you're moving your hormones around your serotonin levels are going up, your cortisol levels are coming down. Any kind of movement is really good. So then it then starts to then unravel other things. And you probably find that as well. Like then people maybe start crying or they want to talk about it. So then you can talk about it. But the more people move, the more that they then actually know what they need I suppose if you know what I mean does that make sense <laughs> yes and generally they start from a place of not having any idea and um one of the beautiful things about yoga is that you know when you're on your mat you have to be present yes I mean you cannot be thinking about your grocery list you know and who's picking up your kids and you know rotating your tires like you have to be there or else you're going to fall over yeah that's really hard for folks with PTSD because with the anxiety, they're thinking about all the things that could happen in the future. And with depression, they're living in the past. And so, you know, to bring them to the present moment is, you know, to some people very shocking. Yeah. Because they don't live there. So sometimes that's like the first thing we need to do is really establish present time in their life. Yeah, no, that is so true. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, yeah. And did you find with your own journey that by doing yoga and, and well being that the PTSD, PTSD has subsided? Or is it still there? And it crops up sometimes, but I suppose now you know how to deal with it. So you can then just close the door, and it will be okay. 
You know, that's a great question. Um, when I was 18, I was raped for the first time and I did what everybody else does. I went to talk therapy. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I found that I had to keep going back to talk therapy to rehash it again. You know, something had come up and I needed to work out this or that or whatever. But I never felt like I had any real closure. And then I got on my mat and I started doing this whole journey and I started really feeling more closure around it. And um, I started seeing, well, let me, let me back up about six and a half years ago, I was raped again. Oh my gosh. And at the time I, I put on my clinician hat and I said, okay, what would I tell a client at this point? Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm going to take my clinician hat off and I'm going to be me and I'm going to go to work, you yeah. know, and do the things that I know I need to be doing. Part of that was um, being on my mat. Part of that was getting a new therapist and the new therapist, I had never worked with a man. And so this gentleman who, um, you know, was recommended to me, he was a, a gentleman And, um, I wasn't sure how I would feel about that because, you know, obviously there are some things you want to be able to say. Yeah. And this gentleman specialized in sexual trauma. He wasn't a family therapist. He wasn't, you know, anything like it it was all just sexual trauma. Mm -hmm. That was his forte. And I did more work with that man than any of my other therapists before that point. Wow, that's amazing. So between that and the yoga, um, I'm a high functioning person with PTSD. And because of the way the brain categorizes memories and um, files them away, they, the brain takes them apart. So your, your vision goes into one filing cabinet and the sound goes into a different filing cabinet. And when you go to bring all of the memory up together, all of these different parts and pieces come out of these filing cabinets and create a whole memory. Well, when you have PTSD, some of those wires get crossed and scrambled and not all of the synapses are made. Well, the brain doesn't like a memory that isn't all totally put together. So I'll add in information for you, which is lovely. And because of cavemen, literally, this is because of cavemen, you know, they were, they learned to be wired. You know, you don't leave the cave at night because you're going to get eaten by a lion. You know, everything is actually kind of negative. So that piece that the brain slips in there for you is usually negative and it generally didn't happen. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, you know, you're, you're working against that, but also too, because the brain does this filing cabinet thing, you never know when something is going to trigger something, a smell, a sound, um, even a texture. I mean, anything could all of a sudden bring up this, this lost piece of a memory and boom, there it is. And so I don't really think that anyone could be truly healed or cured of PTSD, 
But I think that you can get to a very high level of functioning where it doesn't really bother your day to day. And when you are triggered, you know how to handle it. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Because you've got the tools or the techniques that you've learned over the years or throughout your healing journey that you can then, yeah, kind of override it. If you, Is that the right word? Yeah. 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 But I don't know, going back to kind of PTSD, it's, it, it affects everybody in a different way, I suppose. So people will feel anger or feel pain within their bodies, but then it's trying to then figure out how or where this PTSD is coming from and how to deal with that by using yoga and movement and things like that. Well, that's the really strange thing about PTSD is that it's this huge umbrella of symptoms. Yeah. And things that you don't think fit together actually are under that umbrella. Yeah. And so it's very hard for PTSD to be diagnosed. Yeah. Because of that, you know, you go to the doctor and you're saying like, you know, five different things that are really random and they're like, well, we can address this this way and we can address this this way. And it really takes a a very trained clinician to, you know, be able to say, okay, all of this is together because bump, 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 bump. And this is why you have PTSD. Yeah. Now, obviously, you know, there, there must be some sort of an experience that created this. And then it's really, you know, dealing with what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And how you feel about it and then how you can move on from it but for you to feel better about it and and what happened to you but i suppose that can still happen with any kind of ptsd as in the armed forces they've seen some horrible things and that's why they have ptsd and do you do you work with them now as well or do you kind of do more i know i only work with women who've been sexually traumatized yeah yeah i loved my time with the armed forces um you know i specifically worked with the army um and it was it was absolutely so much fun yeah these big burly guys would be coming in and they're like oh we're gonna like stretch a little and then we're gonna take <laughs> it up and you know oh this is all girly stuff and after like the first time they'd come in they'd very quietly come up to me at the end of the class and they'd say to me oh ma'am that was more of a workout than I thought it was. <laughs> I get that a lot in my classes. <laughs> yeah, really? Tell me about that. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll see you next week. Okay, <laughs> we'll see ya. You know, and they become like these raving fans. Yeah. And then they'd be bringing their buddies and, dude, you got to try this. This is amazing. You know, it, it was so much fun. We had such a good time. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I only work with women who've been sexually traumatized now. Yeah, yeah. Now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. Have you heard Paradise Movement is expanding? Our app has launched and it has been carefully crafted for those who are beginning your spiritual journey and seeking support, far along in your spiritual journey and looking for expansion, feeling alone, lost or curious about your healing self or purpose, need support but are unsure of where to find your truth and are looking to challenge yourself to grow within wellness or spirituality. 
Are you drawn to crystals, chakras, astrology, manifestation, shadow work, energy healing, spirit guides, meditation, EFT tapping, Chinese medicine, or any other alternative healing method? We have a group of insightful healers who have prepared courses and programs chosen just for you. Our focus is on making spirituality and wellness accessible, easy to find and for every stage of your journey. We are here to help you feel loved, inspired, aligned, connected, grounded, intuitive, supported, in harmony, free and expanded. So come over to the Paradise Movement app and download it for yourself, for you to feel good about yourself. It is available on the Google Play Store and on the Apple App Store. Your future self will thank you. So go and download it now. And if people are or just have have been sexually traumatized, and don't know where to go, would you kind of say, oh, no, that's going to pass. Would you kind of say um, to find something that resonates with you? So like I could say do meditation, but you might not be happy to do meditation or you might not even have a clue what that is. So how would you say what or find what you're comfortable with, I suppose? Well, you know, I think, it, I, I think it's interesting that, you know, if you have cancer, you have a whole team of doctors with you. And yet when you have a mental health issue and you need to reset your central nervous system, you've got like nobody. Yeah. <laughs> you have to create your own team and you have to be your own kind of Sherlock Holmes and figure out what is best for you. And so, yeah, I'm kind of biased. I really like the yoga therapy. Yeah. <laughs> However, it could be running for you. Yeah. It could be kickboxing. It could, I mean, whatever it is that's your jam, do it. But you got to move because we hold trauma on a cellular level in our bodies. We must move it out. And so you can do all the talk therapy in the world you'd like. But if you're not moving it out of your body, you're not getting ahead. Yeah. Because, yeah, we are on an energetic level. We are cells. Those cells need to move and regrow and relearn. So, yeah, on a cellular level, like you just said, yeah. By doing that, you change your cells. You change then your energetic movement. You then change everything about you. Yeah. Oh, I love that stuff. That's amazing. <laughs> you got to move. Yes, definitely. And what kind of yoga do you teach? Is it more hatha or vinyasa? It kind of depends on the person, I suppose. Um, it is kind of a hybrid of Hatha Vinyasa. It is um, really scientifically orientated. You know, everything, and you know this, everything about yoga is science. Yeah. I know it, it reversed in people's bubbles here because they think it's voodoo and magic, but no, <laughs> it is science. And this is very specific. You're going to get a full body workout doing this. However, we do really target in on certain muscle groups that hold more trauma than others. Yeah. So we can actually get those muscles to exhaustion. And then when they start to release, you're able to unload the baggage that you don't need to be carrying around. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's amazing. Um, do you finish off your yoga with a Shavasana meditation or? Absolutely. Yes, we definitely do Shavasana. However, Shavasana in my class is way different than other people's classes. And that is because one, the lights remain on at all times. Number two, generally Savasha is um, 
you know, you're, you're lying very, um, very vulnerable, yeah, you know, you're, you're on your back and, and it's very, a, a very vulnerable position. Um, in my class, you are able to lie on your stomach, lie on your side. You've got pillows and blankets and anything else that makes you comfy. And then I, I read because you're, you know, when you're in stillness and you're in silence, that's where the scary stuff lives. Mm -hmm. And so I read, um, generally books of, um, yoga poetry. Oh, nice. Or the emotional aspects of essential oils. That's a real favorite because inevitably one person will sit up afterwards and say, I need that oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really fun. Um, but then they, I, I usually leave like th maybe three minutes, three to five minutes where they have some silence and then boom, we're right back up and we're, you know, we're closing up class. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, with, with traumatized or PTSD, no matter how much you move or like you've gone for a run or a cycle or yoga and you've moved, even if you're silent, you're your endorphins are happy, like you, your endorphin levels are really, really high. So you're feeling good, but you've then got those questions, answers that need answering always in your head, I suppose, until you actually get rid of them or learn to deal with them. And by then doing more and more yoga or more and more movement, you then start to let go of those, I suppose. A and bit. that's why journaling is so important because you can write that stuff down and take that back to your therapist yeah. and unpackage it with them. I'm not a talk therapist. That is not my scope of practice. My only purpose is to help you move the trauma out of your body in a very safe way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's amazing. And actually a few months ago, oh, I don't know, it must've been the beginning of the year. A lady had come to me in my class. She's a psychic and she had said to me oh you've got trauma in your left hip and i was like wow yeah she doesn't know me at all but i have because i've got um severe hip dysplasia and she said you've got trauma from way down the line in your female ancestry and really try to figure out where this is and then your pelvis will be healed i was like oh my god that's incredible but you're dealing with it from a different angle because someone has actually traumatized the person now and not way down throughout generations i suppose so that kind of changes things a little bit it changes things a little bit however there is um intergenerational trauma and um you know it's it's all part of the baggage that we carry mm -hmm. yeah yeah so get on your mat Definitely. And if you are brand new to yoga, what would you kind of say do? Would you do five minutes, 10 minutes or an hour? What would be the best kind of start? Well, number one, find someone who can address your needs. Um, you know, if, if you have PTSD and you're looking for yoga therapy for that, find a yoga therapist who de deals with that. Um, don't go down to your corner yoga studio, because they may not be able to help you. Yeah. You really need to find someone who really meets your needs. And with yoga therapy, we have, you know, yoga for, um, cardiac rehab, cancer, MS, Parkinson's, you name it. There's arthritis. And I mean, 
all kinds of different, you know, things. Find something that really meets your needs. Um, let your therapist know that your your yoga therapist that you're a newbie. Yeah. And they're going to take it slow. They're not going to put you through the ringer, you know? <laughs> um, and that's, that should be true for any instructor, you know, yoga instructor. If you go to them and tell them you're a newbie and you're in a fitness-based class, they're going to tell you to listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Yes. And do what you can and go into child's pose when you need a moment. And there is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, however, those who have PTSD, they can't listen to their body because their brain and their body are not connected. Mm -hmm. And so when I have newbies in the class, you know, I know this and I take special care in cueing differently or doing different things or what have you, um, just to, you know, give them a chance to have a fulfilling session. Yeah. And just be like everybody else, really, I suppose, and not feel like you're different because I suppose you would feel like you're different, that everything has happened and that you haven't healed or you are on your beginning of your healing journey. So you will feel different compared to everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. And what is the difference between the yoga and the yoga therapy? Kind of what you've just said, I suppose. But is it more based around thought? It it is. um, So if yoga was a big old pie and we cut it in half, you know, half would be fitness based, which is great and incredibly yummy. And then we have the yoga therapy, which is, you know, we've pretty much niched down and we have a specific group of people with an issue that they're having. And so um, we're all really specially trained to do that. That's really good. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people need that as well. Definitely need what you give because there's not that many people that do that at all. And yeah, as you said, it's all about talking. And most of the time you need to move this energy out of your body rather than just talk it out because you can talk it out for time and time and time again. You're going over the same thing all the time, but you're not actually moving forwards. Exactly. You got to get it out of your body. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And if you're having kind of a bad day and things keep propping up that you just feel I can't do this anymore and I need help and, and everything like that. What would be your kind of main go-to to get this energy out? Well, you know, I, I guess it depends on your situation. I mean, if you're talking about somebody who's like, you know, in an office, you know, closing your eyes, doing a brief breathing technique, um, three-part breath is, is wonderful for that just to kind of help reset and recenter. Um, Maybe taking a sunshine break, stepping outside um, and just letting the sun hit your face, taking a deep breath there. Um, You know, if you're at home and you can maybe lie down, throw on a quick yoga nidra. Yoga nidra is yummy. That's amazing. Love that. (laughs) You know, and that's, I mean, that's one of the best ways to reset, but it's really about just, you know, putting yourself in a timeout. And that's okay. We all need it. Yeah, we certainly do. And I know there probably isn't like a time to heal because everybody's different, but would you expect somebody to be further on their healing journey? I don't know, three or six months down the line, or is it specific to that one person? It might take years. It might take you a couple of months. It might be different. You know, everybody's trauma is individual. 
And so, so is their healing journey. It also depends on how much they put into it. I mean, you got to do the work. Um, but yeah, it's completely individual. I've worked with folks for three to six months. I've worked with folks for three years and more. It also depends on how much trauma you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Because also there could be other trauma. So there might be childhood trauma that you hadn't really thought about, but then that comes into it. And then you can have the sexually trauma, sexual trauma, and then yeah, something else and something else. So there always will be something that needs healing. Exactly. So it, it's really individual. Yeah. Yeah. And what are kind of two things to sum up today's talk? Now I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> number one, you got to move. Yes. And number two, you can't give up. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Keep going. No matter. Mm -hmm. And where can we find you? What's your website or your social media channels? I'm kind of like a bad penny. I show up a lot on social media, um, traumahealingyoga.com, trauma healing yoga on Facebook, Instagram. I'm not on TikTok. I'm not that groovy. No, I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm not on Snapchat or anything like that. Um, but you know, all the main, you know, LinkedIn, Pinterest, all that kind of stuff. Trauma healing yoga. Oh, amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been incredible talking to you. It's been lovely. Thank you. Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much and I will see you very soon. Music